It's transmutation time, energetic alchemy for an amazing life. Your past can stick with you, and most of the time it's subconscious. You don't even know that it's happening. Let Kelly Kay and Dr. Pat help bring your shadow into the light so you can begin to truly heal and grow. You have the power to shift your energetic ties to the past and thereby shift your life. Stop being stuck in your karmic patterns and transmute your pain or unhealthy ways of being into wisdom and joy. Are you ready to live a more conscious life, to act instead of react, to be present and balanced even in the face of challenges? It's time to turn trauma into transcendence. Transmutation time, energetic alchemy for an amazing life with Kelly Kay starts now. Wow. I welcome everybody. Welcome. This is Transmutation Time with Kelly Kay, and I am her MC, so to speak, for the show. I'm Dr. Pat. Um, you just heard in Kelly's voice talk a little bit about this, but what you don't know, and this is what's so exciting for me about what I get to do, is I get to meet people like Kelly, who helps other people go through rapid changes, levels of awareness, and what's happening on the planet and be able to move through it physically, emotionally, spiritually, address all the challenges that show up in life and do this because she has built up a very large toolkit to do it. And so her show is appropriately named Transmutation Time because she is a master at looking at energy and creating this energetic alchemy so that we can create an amazing life. And for all of you, this energetic alchemy goes back thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of years. But we have become so industrialized that we often forget today she has taken us on a journey about this. What is our energy field? What is it? How do we utilize it to heal? And healing is a pathway and a portal for manifestation. Wow. This is a great show, Kelly. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, Dr. Pat. I'm so excited to talk about it because I can say, yes, I'm an energy healer, right? I work with energetic alchemy, but what exactly does it mean? It's a really common question that I get. Well, what is our energy field and why should people care about it, right? It, it seems like something that might be woo-woo or out there, but to me, it is just as scientific as anything else that is being studied. And it's one of the reasons I love you know, quantum physics and string theory and some of these physics notions that are you know very provable and they say yes we have energetic fields right that extend around our body they certainly have already measured some for example that are around our heart when it beats it has an electrical charge every heartbeat that's an electrical current right that runs through your heart that creates a field your your brain when it's thinking when you're you know that's creating an energetic field so they're found all over your body and like you said you know, thousands of years ago already, this was being documented by people that had that extra sense that they didn't need the scientific instruments to measure it. They could feel it with their hands, you know, with their third eye intuition. And they created 
maps, so to speak, of energy pathways along our body. So I'm an acupuncturist as well. There's a meridian system where it's like rivers that run along our body, for example. And then when they gather, there's acupuncture points and it's like a well or a spring where there's a lot of a lot of chi, a lot of energy that gather. And then chakras is another really well-known mm. one, right? That's talked about a lot. And what does that mean? A chakra is, it's like an energetic whirlpool that we can utilize to gain access to what is happening in your field now, what has happened to you in the past. And it's, it's a gateway for healing. And, and I'll say, I did not expect to be able to feel energy and chi. When I first became an acupuncturist, that was not something that, you know, I was trying to do. I was approaching it from a very medical standpoint. And I realized when I worked on people, as I was, you know, palpating along their energy meridians in their body, I could feel, I could feel where it was stuck. Uh, It would feel very sticky, very heavy. I Mm. could feel where it was depleted. It would feel, you know, like a hole that I would kind of sink into. And so for me, it was surprising actually how real and how palpable energy is when we just take the, the time and the training to get to know to sense it. You know what I find fascinating? The more that we discover about ancient ways, and you're right, it is well documented, may not be documented like we write in English now, but it's documented in hieroglyphics and pictures. And if you go to Peru, or you go to any country that still has artifacts up and well and alive. I mean, we talk about Egypt, but across the world, there are these, um, there's this documentation. And they talk about things that would indicate that these were tools used to save people's lives. Mm-hmm. I mean, you read about it. You can, you can talk to somebody that is describing a, a story and talking about oils and talking about energy, or they don't use the word energy, but they show diagrams of, of, of almost like these rays coming from their hands, right? Right, I mean, exactly. you and I are talking about energy, but if we were doing a story in a hieroglyph, you know, there would be something that's done with that. I want to ask you this question because I find this fascinating now where we fast forward to where we are and the introduction of technology. And I remember going to my first uh, spiritual convention, so to speak, like a show. And I remember my friends just go over there and get your aura done. Mm-hmm. And I was pretty new to all of this. This has been a life lesson for me. And I was shocked by how technology now has been able to capture things, mm-hmm. right, about us in ways that it hasn't before. And, and I thought, very skeptical me, I'm like, you know what, the dude just pushes a color and that's what comes up. (laughs) It uses me. Right. But isn't it fascinating now that people are so interested in energy and energy medicine? And once upon a time, talk about this for us, saying the word chakra, people be like, what? Oh, exactly. I mean, I was even that way. You know, when I first started, 
when I first started acupuncture school, like I said, I mean, I had a classmate that brought crystals to class and I said, what is this person doing? You know, <laughs> bringing crystals. We're, we're working with a medicine here. And, you know, now I have a house full of crystals. Oh, so, yeah. You know, it just goes to show you how when your consciousness changes, you can start to see things, you know, in a whole new light. But absolutely, for a long time, it was very woo-woo, very out there. Um, some people, you know, wondered if it went against their religion or things like that. Mm -hmm. And I have to tell people this is not a religious thing. Um, to me, it's actually the physics of how we exist in consciousness in a body. And when we can start to access that it's a healing process so anyone of any spiritual belief can you know utilize this it it's not a religion it, it's a healing art you, you know? know i want you to talk about this in results because um let's talk about what you do or what people have done to really clear things now the reason i'm saying this is linda who you know you've met linda she's mm -hmm. our producer linda had a cough for about a year like coughing, like couldn't stop coughing. If she talked to you, she was coughing. If she was eating, she couldn't eat. And I said, you got to stop this. And this is before you be, we even met you. And I said, we got to go see Mary Jane because she's going to do some stuff. That's my description of it. <laughs> but what happened that day? And I have pictures that Linda will not let me put up. But you're about to describe the work you did with a woman to clear her throat. And you're a skeptic until you watch somebody work. Absolutely. And they're coughing in minute number 11 and in minute number 15. They have not and they haven't coughed since. I can't explain it. Can you explain it for us? And what you've seen and what you've helped people with, because you help people with this all the time. Absolutely. And that's my favorite thing to treat, actually, is the mysterious, like, why isn't going away on its own? You know, they've already taken the antibiotics and they've seen this doctor and that thing, and yet it's still persisting. Yep. That, to me, is almost a guaranteed sign that there's something energetically holding on and sometimes we can ask questions to get a feel for what it is for example the lung the cough it's often grief that's unreleased and, yeah. and it can be trapped in the lung not saying that was in her case there can be you know other reasons too but there are some places in the body that you start to learn like oh this holds on to this and yeah i have an example of a woman that i worked with where she was in a, a toxic relationship she got out of it thankfully but still energetically the the person she was with made her feel like she had no voice. You know, she wasn't able to speak up for herself. She wasn't able to make decisions for herself. And energetically, when I looked in her field, I could see it almost like an energetic color. And it was so interesting because she would always complain of neck pain. And, you know, I, I would, I was seeing her in person as well, and we would do acupuncture and all these other techniques and, it, you know, it would make slight improvements on the pain, but it was stubborn. I was like, why isn't this pain going away? So finally, you know, she kind of let me do more of the shamanic energy side of it. And immediately it became clear, this is the source of the pain. 
soon as we removed that energetic block, the pain started to get better. So to me, that is enough evidence to show that that this is real and that this works for people. And, you know, part of this, too, is when we're talking about energy, and we're going to talk about this when we come back from break more, we're going to talk about how our past could, in your words, linger, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And yet we think that we're done with it, or we tell ourselves we're done with it. Um, But there are signs, just the way you've described, there are signs of things that linger. And you also help people go through whatever that is they need to go through so that they can transmute that. See, that's what I love about your show name, Transmutation Time, is because transmutation is you're taking and you're starting out with some, some representation of a thing. And then there's a process that happens and it comes out as something else. You have firewood and you put the firewood down and you light a match to it, it becomes fire. And then within hours, it's smoke. That is the power of what we're talking about. That is a transmutation energy. When we come back, I got to ask you guys this question. Do you have anything in your past that is lingering? How do you know it is? And by the way, call in, ask Kelly yourself. Uh, 1-800-930-2819. We're going to take a short break. Benny, Jacob, Olivia, we'll be right back. Guess what? You don't need to wait until the new year to set new goals for yourself. Hi, I'm Joan Marlowe, the host of Awareness to Action, and I'm taking this concept to a whole new level. I've developed a program to take your awareness to action in 90 days. Let me introduce you to your day one. Day one can start any day you choose, so why not now? We will use powerful brainstorming, mastermind, visioning, and goal-setting techniques to open your awareness of what you really want in your life and take action with intention to get there. Choose to work with me one-on-one or in a small group. Let's connect, lift each other up, and hold each other accountable. I'm offering a free consult to design your program. Visit my site, peacefullyhealing.com, to connect with me, and let's find out when your day one will begin. Are you wondering who you are meant to be in this ever-changing world right now? Kelly Kay is a certified new paradigm, multidimensional transformation energy healer, ready to assist you in this transformative process of expanding your consciousness. She helps you transmute your wounds and traumas into healing, growth, and wisdom, resulting in self-empowerment and freedom from fear. Visit EnlightenedMedicine.com to learn more. Do you have traits of ADD or ADHD? It can be hard to meet society's expectations of productivity when traditional approaches to time management and organization don't work for your unique brain. You need customized strategies. In the ADHD Self Mastery Podcast with Bonnie Menku, you get concise, actionable solutions to help you modify your approach and achieve your goals. Learn more about Bonnie at thrivewithadd.com. Hi, everyone. This is Courtney Cottrell, host of Unapologetically Favorite on Transformation Talk Radio, here to give you some tips on how you can move your life forward if you're feeling stuck by using the GROW model. 
First, use the letter G to write down the goal that you ultimately want to achieve, whether it's working out one hour a day or working towards a promotion at work. Second, using the letter R, think realistically about the roadblock that is currently holding you back from accomplishing your goals. Third, use the letter O. Think about the options or opportunities that will help you in achieving your goal. What can you change in your daily routine that will help you move closer to achieving your goal? Fourth, use the letter W to discover your will and make a true commitment to achieving your goal by writing down a completion date. Once you've reached your goal, celebrate your accomplishment. You are capable of achieving anything you set your mind to. Never give up and keep being unapologetically you. So how do you value your self-worth? Join Dr. Pat and Sabrina Wright as they introduce Sabrina's holistic approach to self-care and inner peace. Get empowered to make decisions for yourself. Change your view of your own value and learn the tools for investing in who you're designed to be. Live the good life every second Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific on The Dr. Pat Show featuring Sabrina Wright. To learn more, visit sabrinaiswright.com. You know, let's, let's just talk for a minute about this, about this question. Please think about this, everybody. How does your past linger? And how does it linger in your subconscious mind and in your energy field? But you may not even know it's lingering. You may not have a sense of it. That's why Kelly Kay is going to talk with us about what that even looks like and feels like. But before we do, Kelly, I, I really would love for you to tell people more about you. Uh, tell them about enlightened medicine. Tell them about all of this, all this work that you do that I could take the whole hour and not have enough time to <laughs> tell people everything you do. But please, how do people find out more about you? Absolutely. Yeah, a lot about me is on my website, enlightenmedicine.com. And it does go through the various trainings that I have because you're right, you know, I've done a lot because to me, the more tools I have to help people really reach the root of what's going on, the better. And as I mentioned, you know, I started in acupuncture school thinking it was, okay, this is a medicine. And then as I'm working on people realizing, oh, this is so much more than I realized that was going on. And so I started learning about chakras and energy, not because I necessarily wanted to be a shaman or an energy healer or anything like that, but because I almost felt like it was my duty, you know, to understand what was really coming up for people as my intuition started opening. And, you know, I'll say as well, it was something that I didn't expect. And I remember one of the first times I was working on a patient, I was still in school, in acupuncture school, and, you know, doing some acupuncture points. And all of a sudden, it felt like an electric shock. Like it zapped me and it zapped her. And I didn't know what was happening necessarily. I just knew something had happened. And, you know, I had to leave the room because all, my heart was beating fast. And I was kind of like, what was that? And I, I had an assistant with me who was like earlier on in school and I said go check on her make sure she's okay but I need to step out of the room and breathe for a second here and you know after I calmed down and the patient you know like took a deep breath and I came back in and I said do you know what that was about and she acknowledged that you know when I touched that spot it released something that had been held energetically in her for a very long time 
And so, you know, for me, it started to feel like, well, I better understand this, right? For my patient's sake, for my sake, to know what is really happening here. So that's what got me interested in energy work. Um, Honestly, at the beginning, it was a form of how do I, you know, protect my own energy? How do I create a safe energetic space for my patient? And then the more I worked with it and the more I practiced with it, I just kept, you know, deepening, realizing that there's layers and layers to chakras, for example, um, to the way that energy can get stored in the body. And then the, the last piece I added on was the shamanic piece, because, again, I could tell how sometimes psychologically we hide things from ourselves. We convince ourselves that, you know, we're over it or that we've forgiven someone or that what happened wasn't that big of a deal. But the energy field tells a different story. And so that's where it's really nice to have a guide or someone that is trained in this to help see past the mind's way of kind of saying, no, no, it's okay. You know, this isn't affecting me anymore. And a a good energy healer or, or shamanic healer will be able to kind of see past that surface level and say, actually this is still kind of sticking in your field and it might be causing you issues that you don't realize and they can be vague and that's why it's hard for maybe you to know that you necessarily have something stuck in your energy field, right? Because it could be, well, I'm more tired than I would like to be or, you know, I, I get triggered into anger more easily than I'd like. Things like that that are not necessarily concrete, but as you work on healing these things, that's one of the main things people tell me is like, I just feel like things that used to really aggravate me, you know, stress me out or send me into an anxious or angry state. It's like they just, they start to roll off, you know, and they don't affect anymore, which is really nice. Yeah. And, you know, part of this too is let's just talk if you and I could for a minute on why this is important. Um, You know, I too have gotten that shock, right? (laughs) And I remember one time just crying. Yeah, you know, I mean, it didn't hurt. So I wasn't crying. You know what I mean? Right. But it was jolting. And I think that I was feeling something, some kind of release. It was fascinating. But because you do holistic approaches, you're able to recognize when that's happening. But then you're able to work with people to really get underneath what that is, you know, as opposed to a meridian point, you're able to say to people, what are you feeling now, right? Exactly. So it's a combination. And that's where the shamanic work really comes in to be able to check in with people. Okay, what are you feeling as we're, you know, exploring this, what emotions are coming up, what's happening in your body, there is a connection right between, you know, how things get stored that way. And most importantly, a shamanic journey, it allows things to come up from your subconscious in a way that is safer than reliving trauma. I work with a lot of people that have had difficult things happen in their life, you know, various kinds of trauma or abuse or toxic relationships and things like that. And that's a difficult thing to sometimes, you know, look at directly because it's painful, you know, and you don't want to necessarily remember or relive that trauma. And so a shamanic journey brings the energy up of what, you know, maybe any pain that's still buried from that but it can be cleared away 
in a way that you're not having to like confront that memory directly. So for example, in a shamanic journey, it might appear as an animal and we can work energetically with that animal to help that energy to transmute. It might appear as, you know, a forest that at first the forest is really dark and scary and we do energy work to bring in light to clear out, you know, the trees that are rotting or causing problems. So a lot of it is metaphorical, but energetically it's very palpable and very real and again it allows what's stored there to be cleared away without having to re-traumatize or relive something that um you know that might just be more painful than necessary to have to go into that memory directly you know yeah i want to ask you this question too um not only are you doing this particular work with people but sometimes it may lead you down a pathway that you didn't expect to go down. And what do I even mean by that? So basically what I'm saying is that it it provides an opening, doesn't it? And then that opening allows for a deeper and deeper and deeper healing. And I know we're going to talk more about that when we come back from break, but we can show up, Kelly, right? As we could show up as a neck pain or a knee pain, right? Absolutely. Or, or, or a throat pain right? But we don't know that my knee pain is like from a past relationship. And isn't that really, you know, the the work that you do to transmute that, right to go like, oh, this is pain. And then we discover what it is. And then voila, we're on our pathway to not having that pain. Now I've oversimplified it. But isn't that what you've seen happen in your practice as well? Definitely. And sometimes it is, you know, a a very like palpable or visual cord, for example, that I'll see connecting between someone's like stomach and they're having, like you said, stomach pain, digestive problems. And then I look in their energy field and I can see this energetic cord connecting, you know, to someone in their past or to someone in their family that they're having a really difficult dynamic with. And you're right, they never would have connected it necessarily that, oh, my stomach pain is due to someone that, you know, I had a relationship with five years ago, it wouldn't necessarily come to mind. But energetically, it becomes obvious in various ways. Or another way that the energy can present itself is through a really strong emotional reaction. So sometimes when I'm working in someone's energetic field, I'll say, you know, I I feel a deep sadness like lingering over your shoulder here. You know, do you tend to get shoulder pain? And I won't necessarily know right away what the sadness is from, but as we talk about it more and we dive into it, like you said, a doorway opens and all of a sudden, you know, they'll feel where that sadness was coming from. And often, I mean, it can be something from 10, 20 years ago that they had totally forgotten about. So Mm -hmm. it's really interesting how when we give permission to start exploring it, so much can come up for healing. And, you know, we're going to talk about that when we come back. We actually have a caller calling into the show, which would be great. Before we go to break, would you just mention again how people can find out more about you? And you got a really cool class coming up. Yeah, it really is cool. Tell us about it. 
I'm excited about it. So I've studied sacred geometry is fascinating to me because when I look in people's energy fields, to me, their energy field appears as a lot of beautiful geometric shapes and bringing those shapes exactly into alignment often makes people, you know, just feel better instantly. And so the class I'm teaching is uh, an introduction to what are these sacred geometries? Why do they matter? How can you visualize them and use them for your own healing and spiritual expansion? So that's happening in February and it's over Zoom. So anyone, you know, anywhere can attend. And uh, there's more information on my website, enlightenedmedicine.com, if you're interested in that. Well, that would be exciting. And people can find out more about that. They can also find out how to work with you. Uh, I am fascinated by it because maybe you'll tell me why since a very young age, I had to have a triangle of some kind on me. Mm. Just didn't didn't have to be like, you know, like a fancy dancy like we had now. But if it looked like a triangle, right, and all my uncles would give me like triangle things, Never understood it, never knew why. And they just said, leave her alone. She could be asking for a Mercedes, give her the triangle. <laughs> Let's take the short break. When we come, a short break, when we come back, we're going to go right to the phones. We have a fabulous listener waiting to chat with you, uh, Venetra. And when we come back with Kelly K, I'm Dr. Pat. We'll be right back. Are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good? Are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors? Do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction? Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, Certified Life and Recovery Coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today. Or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com, and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait. Get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. As different layers of consciousness unfold in each show, you won't want to miss a second of this. Make sure to tune in to Transmutation Time, Energetic Alchemy for an Amazing Life, every month with Kelly Kay on TransformationTalkRadio.com. To learn more about Kelly and the show, visit www.EnlightenedMedicine.com. You have the power to turn trauma into transcendence. Come bring your shadow into the light so you can begin to truly heal and grow today. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Pat. I'm the host of The Dr. Pat Show. Hey, look, some of us are outwardly successful, but inwardly feel unhappy and living a life lacking purpose and meaning. Well, The Necktie and the Jaguar by Carl Greer can help you discover what's important to you and how to reach out and go for it. For more information or to purchase the book, go to transformationtalkradio.com or go to carlgreer.com. Want to ignite your best life full of joy, passion, and purpose? Then join me, Stephanie James, for The Spark, Wednesday nights, 6 o'clock Pacific Time, 9 o'clock Eastern, on TransformationTalkRadio.com, and learn how together we can illuminate the world. Learn more on StephanieJames.World. 
the best is yet to come. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack, and I'm excited to tell you about the latest technology. It is new to this country, and it's just amazing. It's out of Germany. The Healy is state-of-the-art technology for improving and changing the body vibration. I have more information about the Healy on my website, maryjanemack.com, or you can call the office at 888-777-4232. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. I get to do this fabulous show. I'm telling you, I love being a student. And man, when I meet somebody like Kelly Kay, and I think about transmutation time, and I think about all the work she's doing and how this energetic alchemy helps orchestrate the many different piece parts for us to create an amazing life because you cannot create an amazing life if you're stuck. Right. Half the time you don't know you're stuck. And I do want to mention one of you, you just texted me. I'm sorry. I got to do it slower. Uh, The event we're talking about with sacred geometry and the patterns that you use for healing that Kelly Kay is doing. It's about that. She's teaching that it's in February. And if you're interested in this, there are a couple ways to do it. And Benny knows I talk so fast. You can go to Enlighten Medicine. That's EnlightenMedicine.com. Or you can email Kelly at EnlightenMedicine.com. Go to the website. There's so much there. But you can find out more about this course and register and sign up. How fun is that? That's why I was showing you this picture. Because... um, I'm going to do a whole show on it because I didn't realize how symmetrical it was Mm -hmm. and it's all freehand, right? Yes. But there's an energy that I was talking about. And I want to talk with you about this in a minute, but we're going to talk next about trauma. But before we do, we've got one of our fabulous listeners. They want to check in with us. Kelly Kay, Dr. Pat, Benny, it's all you. Unfortunately, our caller has dropped. We wish them back. So uh, she was calling in from Canada, and it was uh, Venetra. Yeah, Venetra, call us back. Um, I want to just hit this up really straight between the eyes. When trauma hits us, it does something. Tell us what trauma does to our energy field, to our aura, to our chakras. Mm -hmm. What does it do? Because not everybody can see it. You can see it. Right. Absolutely. Okay. And I want to be, you know, be clear too. Again, trauma can mean anything from the serious trauma of, of abuse and some of the really difficult things people have been through. But sometimes it can be a day that you were a child and your mom forgot that you were at ballet class and forgot to pick you up on time and you felt stranded and you know maybe it was before cell phones and you had no way to call anyone right and you're wondering what happened to my mother and why isn't she here so anything that causes fear in us is what i call a trauma and it can do so many different things to our energy field um, and basically it, it destabilizes it weakens our our field and our chi and sometimes the the natural kind of energetic walls that we're supposed to have for protection around ourselves they get thinner they get weaker what happens when that happens um, we are maybe overly sensitive to what's going on around us other people's you know 
words get in our head and we feel like, you know, too hypersensitive, that can be a sign that our energetic, you know, shield has maybe gotten a little bit weaker from these traumas. If it's a severe trauma, we can even have a little piece of our soul kind of like split off and say, no, I don't want to, you know, participate in this right now. Basically, I'm going to go protect myself over here so that I don't have to, be, you know, be so present for this trauma, which is a safety protective mechanism at the time. But if it's not energetically called back, it can kind of stay out there. And again, there's a feeling of not maybe being as focused or as, you know, as present as we would like to be. And that's when we do what's called a soul retrieval to find those pieces that are hanging out there and say, you know what, it's time to come back. And to do that, though, we sometimes do have to do a fair amount of energetic work first to have the field be in a nice, harmonized place to even say, yeah, it's safe to come back. It has to feel safe to come back, right? That fragmented piece. And so there's a lot of different layers to what can happen here. But basically, the takeaway is if you've been through something really emotionally challenging where it generated a lot of fear, um, reestablishing your field, it's going to help you feel safe, help you feel grounded in your life again, have more energy again, feel more like motivated and, and and a sense of like, oh yeah, I, I know what I can bring to this world. Um, if our energy field, you know, has holes in it or gaps or these pieces that are kind of frozen out in time, um, we often feel like we just don't have the focus or, or that we don't have the energy to go out and do what we want to do. You know, it's so interesting you're bringing this up. I'd love for you to talk about this. And I know we didn't prepare to talk exactly about this. But I think that for me personally, I'm starting to see the impact of the past 24 months. And, and it starts out like the frog in the cold water, and then you turn it up, right? Mm -hmm. right? Not, not like the frog and you throw the frog in the hot water and it hops out. And the reason I'm bringing it up is because, you know, I have a group of about 30 or 40 women. And every year up until COVID, we would get together for White Elephant and then we would go to Sleeping Lady mm. for a long weekend. And now two years, the fear mm -hmm. and the notions and the beliefs are just immobilizing people and I'm not saying you shouldn't have concerns. That's not what I'm saying. So y'all that are getting ready to email me, <laughs> trust me, this past week, I lost two people to COVID. So I'm very aware of it. But there's something else happening energetically that have caused people to carry more fear, anxiety, and anger than this body is equipped. Yes, I agree 100%. I also feel like it is maybe forcing people to look at underlying fears or anxieties that may have been there for years, decades, but we were just too busy going through our normal routine. And then the pandemic was like a forced stop, you know, that was like, wait, you're not going to be as busy and as social and travel as much. And we were forced to kind of sit in our own stuff and for a lot of people 
a lot came up. Um, stuff around, you know, is this current relationship really working for me? Is my job really working for me? What is my relationship with my children like right now? You know, and there is a lot of collective fear going on, um, not just with COVID, with the economy, with, right, just so much that any energetic support we can have right now to bring us to a place of center. Uh, because again, like you said, it's not about being reckless, but if we can approach difficult life circumstances with a centeredness instead of a reactionary fear-based panic, we're going to do a lot better for ourselves. But if we have a lot of these accumulated traumas in our energy field, our tendency is for you know it to escalate into an anxiety, into a panic. And so the more we can do to clear that out, um, we're just going to feel better equipped to handle you know whatever happens next in this very unknown situation. Yeah, and you know part of this is to really get at the point that you're making. And I think we'll go ahead and skip the next break because I want to really tie this together. Um, is I want to be able to talk about trauma, what it does what it does to our field, what it does to our auras, but also how do we get back to feeling the energy ourselves? And the reason I say get back is because, um, look, I know we know it. I, I really do. I know that we know when something's off. We may not say, oh, Kelly, Kelly Kay. My energy's off. We may not say that, but we know when something's off. We even say things like, Kelly, something's off, right? Mm -hmm. How many times have people <laughs> said to you, you know, uh, something's off, mm -hmm. right? Exactly. Or yeah, that phrase, I just, I feel off center or I feel ungrounded, right? All yeah. these terms yeah. in the English language, really what people are saying is, yeah, there's something off with my energy. And, you know, to your point too, of there's been, for whatever reason, I've known a lot of people that have lost um, someone recently. So I'm sorry for your loss, by the way. And whether it's COVID or other related issues, um, you know, grieving can be a, a trauma too. So I just want to bring that up as well, that, you know, if you know, if you have lost someone, there's a lot energetically to process just there, you know, and, and so I feel like almost anyone can benefit from energetic work and whether you know we say oh we're fine we're fine um events like this leave an imprint so you know i just want to point that out that there's often an event in our life at some point that happens that we just need a little energetic support to get through but in terms of you feeling the energy ourselves i think that's important too because at the, i said at the beginning a lot of people it's maybe they're skeptical, like you were at first, like I was at first. And when you feel it, you're more likely to believe it. And I believe that anyone can actually feel the energy field around our body if we take enough time and concentration to practice. So I'd love to guide us through, you know, a quick few minute exercise here where we allow people to start to feel the own, you know, feel your own energy yourself. And obviously, if you're driving, you might want to do this later. But if you're at home and you're somewhere that you can have your hands free, I like to use the hands as a way to really, you know, palpably feel it kinesthetically. So let's do that now, okay? 
All right, so if you have your hands free, like I said, allow your hands to start maybe, you know, four or five inches apart, and you can kind of gently bounce them like this. And as you bounce them closer and further apart, if you do it really slowly, there's no rush here, you may notice that as they come closer together, there's a little bit of like a resistance. And then as they move further apart, it's almost like it's, it's smoother, it's easier for the hands to go apart than it is for them to push in. And as they push in, you may reach a point where it feels like there's this bouncing place where it wants to stop and not go any closer together with your hands. And that is your chi or your prana or energy or whatever word you want to use. And so at first, it can take practice, you know, if you're not feeling it necessarily immediately, then allow yourself to continue to practice with it. But the more you practice, the more you'll get a sense that you can also work with the energy. It's not a static thing. And this is what, you know, energy work is. This is what transmutation is. It's saying energy doesn't have to stay stuck. It can grow and it can expand. And, and so you can take your energy ball and you can make it bigger and brighter. And so we can fill it with the intention of this energy ball now contains, you know, bright optimism. It contains whatever you need in your life right now. Maybe you need more joy. Maybe you need that optimistic hope. Maybe you need just more energy to do the things you need to do. Whatever that is, fill your energy ball with that. And some people are visual and it can be a color. It can be, you know, a yellow or a gold. If you need more love, it can be a beautiful pink color. Whatever it is that you feel that you need and let it glow brighter and bigger. And again, if you're sensitive, you may even feel the edges of that energy ball getting wider as you do this. And when it feels like it's about as big and bright as you can make it, you can actually put it into any of your chakras and just like absorb the energy back into your body. So if it was empowerment energy, it can go into your like solar plexus here and it can brighten the solar plexus is your self-empowerment center by the way so if you're feeling like oh, i need to feel more empowered and i need more motivation bring that energy ball right into uh, below the rib cage the upper abdomen if you're feeling like you need more love more joy it can go right into the heart chakra and just let yourself absorb that energy with like a gratitude thank you and trust that it is so and those that are sensitive you can really feel that exercise work Mm. Wow. And if people want to know more about this, and see, this is when we run into this, Kelly, and thank you so much for that. What happens sometimes is we wonder, am I doing it right? Am I doing it perfectly? Right. Energy is a thing on its own. It really and is. And it doesn't know right or wrong or this or that, does it? <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> but we do. The mind will get in and say, oh, I just didn't do it as well as Kelly did it. But that's that's not really the truth. I mean, Absolutely. every motion of this is the motion of it. 
Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up about the self-doubt because like I said, I really believe anyone with enough practice um, can learn how to feel that. So don't be discouraged if you're like, well, I'm not sure if I'm really feeling it, you know, as much as I expected to. The more you just like get used to just paying attention, you know, the extra level of sensitivity. I teach workshops where by the end of it, you know, most people can feel it, but maybe not right away. We practice for two days straight and the doubts are really common. A lot of people, you know, at first, am I doing it right? Or, you know, what if I do it wrong? Will I mess up my energy field or something <laughs> like that? You know, and I have to tell them like, no, you're working with the energy of the universe, the energy of source. There, there is no wrong way to do it, right? As long as you have good intention that this is meant to be something healing for yourself, um, that's the point. And so you can, you know, do whatever you want with that energy, even if you just want to observe it to start it but mostly you know I want people to get that confirmation that to me this is not something that's just woo-woo and out there um, or just for the hippies you know to me this is it is a, a practical healing modality and it is palpable and it is real so that's one of the main things I, I want all the listeners to really know about this medicine. You know, one of the things I was struck by, I was on your site earlier, and I was looking at one of the services that you provide, and I was really struck by the way you present it. So what you say is new paradigm, multidimensional transformation energy healing. That's really powerful, because here's what it says to me. I'm sitting over here in this paradigm and this paradigm is this thing that's going to have all of the beliefs that are really sticking me, but I'm, I'm sitting here and no matter what I do, I cannot get to a new paradigm and nine times out of 10, it's hard for people to do that one without energy healing, without getting underneath at what is really adding cement to this, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, when I think about multidimensional, Einstein said it better than anybody. Basically, you cannot solve the problem at the level it was created. Yeah. You know, and you can't do it. So, and, you know, I mean, if he were here today, he'd be right in the conversation. I would bet money he'd be right in this conversation because this would totally fit what he was trying to say to people. What do you think? Right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's a perfect quote because you're right. It is hard to get unstuck when you're seeing it from, you know, the same level all the time. And so when you're able to like, raise up and go into a different dimensional way of seeing things, it, it's like you become like the hawk, right? And all of a sudden, or the eagle, that now you're flying and you're looking down at the problem from a whole different perspective. And all of a sudden it became becomes really obvious of like, oh, why didn't I see that before? But it's because how can you, you know, if you're like down in the ground, in the trenches, you know, and you're only seeing a tiny fraction of whatever obstacle or whatever block is in your way. And to me, energy work and shifting into a different paradigm, it's giving you that energy to lift you up. And then you, you look down at the obstacle and you can see the path around it, right? So clearly. And it's like, oh gosh, 
why didn't I see that before? So, and it's amazing. Then you don't have to be down the obstacle, right? You don't have to like take a hammer and try to chisel (laughs) it away, which takes years of effort. It's like you get these shortcuts become um, more apparent that like, oh yeah, there's an easier way for me to be and to heal and to grow. And it can happen. I mean, that's transmutation, right? It can happen like that instead of, you know, wailing away at the boulder um, that you think is the only way through that obstacle. And then you're frustrated and you're tired because the boulder is taking forever to dissolve. Um, Good, you know, good energy work, good transmutation energy work. It shows you the path around and it's a beautiful thing. I love it. You know, there's so much that you're talking about and we'll continue to talk about. But in the end, you know, what we're learning now is that we have to really get at the root of what is holding us back. How do we move beyond whatever is sticking us, whether it's fear, whether it's anxiety, you know, whether it's sadness, whether it's grief, I mean, whatever that energy is, right, it has the ability to transmutate, right? And that's what I think people are so hungry for right now. They want to know, look, I don't know how to do it, but Kelly, can you give me some relief, right? Absolutely. And what is so beautiful about transmutation, too, is that it is an opportunity to work through things you know, faster, um, that bird's eye perspective allows you to go through many different challenges, obstacles, blocks, whatever word you want to use in a way that, you know, before maybe it would have taken years, um, but it's like we don't have time anymore. You know, our society is at a point where everybody's stuff is coming up to the surface right now, it feels like. So we don't have decades, you know, to work through all of our things. It's like, no, let's take this opportunity to do this now. And to me, this is one of the the best ways that we can do it. I agree. Kelly, thank you so much for today. I want to ask you your personal message. What do you want to leave us with? But also please remind us how people can work with you directly and how they can, you know, stay on top of the courses you're teaching and uh, all of the other things that you're doing. Yeah, please visit my website, enlightenmedicine.com. And you can also email me. It's Kelly, K-E-L-L-Y at enlightenmedicine.com. And email is one of the best ways if you want to schedule with me or if you're interested in the classes or want to register for the classes or workshops or things like that, just shoot me an email, you know, and I'm happy to explain what I offer and if it's a good fit for you. And the main message takeaway here is that to me, consciousness is energy. Everything around us is energy. And when we can really know that, it's a beautiful thing because energy moves. And so anything that we think in our life is, you know, it's stuck or it's hard or it's a big block, it's not. If we look at it through the eyes of energy, energy is always moving around. It's changing. And when we can work with that, you know, our whole world around us can change and we can change. So thank you. Kelly Kay, everybody. Uh, You've been listening to Transmutation Time. The work that Kelly does is described beautifully on her website. And for all of you out there, just know this from us, whatever it is that you've experienced, whatever you've gone through, this doesn't have to be your future. There is ways that you can transmute it, that you can change it, that you could heal, and that you can live an amazing life. And Kelly K, 
just to introduce you to a small part of what she does. Thank you for listening to Kelly Kay and Dr. Pat on Transmutation Time, energetic alchemy for an amazing life. Showing up to life in a healed present way is the best gift we can give ourselves. Healing creates smoother family dynamics, better professional opportunities, and an easier time in romantic relationships. So what are we waiting for? Learn more about Kelly and what she does by visiting enlightenmedicine.com. Don't forget to tune in next time on transformationtalkradio.com to turn your trauma into transcendence. 